0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of making mindset matter with me your host Lorna McKenna if you haven't already done so please do click the subscribe or follow button so you can be notified when a new episode comes out each week today I am joined by a very very special guest My good friend and fellow coach, Laura Ead. Laura is a mindset coach all the way from New Zealand. We joined forces and did a joint podcast together. It was a very, very, very powerful conversation about listening to why your mindset matters and how to create mental freedom. It is jam-packed with knowledge. It is jam-packed with value. So listen in and enjoy today's episode.
1: Your episode. <clears throat> episode recording. <laughs> 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 All right, Lorna, welcome to the Vibing and Thriving podcast. How are you going?
0: I'm good. Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is exciting. I'm excited for this episode.
1: <laughs> oh, so am I. We are recording. We're gonna. You've got a pod- podcast. I've got a podcast. We're gonna hit this on both our podcasts. So, um, we're going to introduce both ourselves, which is going to be amazing. So, just let's get straight into it. Can you um, just introduce yourself to everyone and explain what it is you do?
0: Yes, of course. My name's Lorna. Well, Lorna McKenna, if we're going to go for the full name. It is a Sunday, God, it's a Sunday name, full name. Uh, I'm a mindset coach, podcast host. Um yeah i'm i'm Well, i say a mindset coach, I love to help people have mental freedom, like helping people have the freedom they desire, helping them just realize how much your mindset actually matters so that you can be free to make decisions truly for you in alignment with how you want to live so things can flow and all that kind of jazz and like I said I'm a podcast host as well Uh, I have a podcast called making mindset matters I guess that is my lifelong mission is to help people realize how much your mindset matters and to make that the priority so yeah and like I said we're pre-recording this for both our podcasts so Welcome to the Making Mindset Master podcast as well, Laura.
1: Thank you. Oh my goodness. This is an honor. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> you are so welcome.
1: <laughs> this is so great. I'm, do you know, I love your podcast title. So important. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Just smile <at> each other. <laughs> Oh, do you want me to introduce myself? Okay. My, yeah. my name is <laughs> My name is Laura Ede. I'm I'm based in New Zealand. I'm a New Zealander. And the accent is going to be very, very strong. Um I am a I go by a confidence coach, but mainly Laura and I do the same thing. I'm a mindset coach, podcast host. Um LP practitioner, and my mission is to really just empower women too. I am here to help uh, stressed or unfulfilled women live a more uh, mindful and aligned life, just basically helping them become a better version of them and basically build their dream life because I once was, you know, so stuck in my mind, really unfulfilled, um, in my primary school teaching job. And because I've been there and done that, done that, I am so bloody passionate about helping others do it too. Because if I can do it, this little girl from a little old town in New Zealand, then anyone can do it. So the passion is there, Lorna.
0: Passion is there. I love that. I love that. I missed that bit out of my introduction, but if anyone could do it, if I could have done it, anyone can do it as well. I definitely definitely love that because I was like what you help, but that was me I was lost unfulfilled <laughs> didn't really have any direction with where I'm going and yeah found personal development and the rest is history and now I just want to help as many people as possible like you <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. and i think what a great time era that we are in like i think i was purposely put here in this exact time era so that i could share my message with the internet and online and do this what we're doing right now um and i'm just so bloody grateful for that and i think people are really starting starting to open up to oh actually maybe I should be working on my mindset, maybe I should be um, developing myself and growing and healing. Um, I guess back, even what, like 10, 15 years ago, it wasn't really a thing. Um, So yeah, I'm just so, so grateful that we're in this era,
0: honestly. I know, I love that I am as well. I just feel so grateful to not just have one, have the the ability to share the message that we both share and have a platform like social media to be able to do that that's so accessible by anybody also to have a podcast i mean i never thought i'd have a podcast but even just the ability we have to consume the amount of different materials online and books and the, the vast amount of knowledge and resources as well as free resources and paid resources that are out there for us to expand and i definitely think Mm-hmm. over the last couple of years with the pandemic mental health has seen a, such a significant rise and just to be able to help people just not even I don't want to say fix it because we're not therapists we don't fix anything but just even to give people just the tools to be able to just to deal with the everyday ups and downs in life because life ebbs and flows and people might think oh you work on your mindset you don't have down days but yeah that's that's far from the truth with everything there's the law of polarity these highs is lows these ups is down and just because we, we might have trained our mind and brainwashed ourselves to look at the positives all the time it's not that there isn't down days or there isn't down moments or moments of doubt or moments of feeling in like low moods. because it's it's a fact of life but it's just having the tools and mm-hmm. techniques I and mean, you mm-hmm. just mind frame to be able to know that actually it's just a bad day it's not a bad life or just that actually there is light at the end of the tunnel even if you can't see you just know that even if in that moment you can't see that something isn't going quite right that actually when you look back and reflect you realize life was happening for you it was there to teach you a lesson and I just feel so grateful to to have the access to the knowledge to the possess the knowledge to have the resources to be able to connect with people that are sharing the same message and I think we are just born into such a beautiful era of the way that we can communicate so freely across the world.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow that honestly that was beautifully said everything almost gave me goosebumps I was really feeling that I love that though because Life is actually happening for us. And the person that taught me that was Tony Robbins. And I remember hearing that and I was thinking, mm, is, it, is it happening for me? We, we learn to play the victim. And, and it's almost addicting when you um, are in that low vibe for so long that you, any sign of happiness, you straight away self-sabotage. That used to be me oh my god it was so me and you know really believing that actually it's good to feel good it's okay to feel good um yes we have our down days but the the difference is when now that we've got the tools now that we've got the awareness (laughs) we um are better equipped to handle those challenges don't try and get rid rid of the challenges build up your skill set so that you can when the challenges come because they will you have the skills to overcome them
0: yeah most definitely tony robbins is the one that taught me as well that life is happening for you and sometimes it, maybe it's hard to see this certain situations but you think is it really happening for me but even in the darkest of situations there is still light and I heard a beautiful quote once. It was, if there wasn't darkness, we wouldn't see the stars. So we need those moments of darkness to be able to see the light. And it is that one of those things that the life's challenges are actually where you will learn the most about yourself. You discover the most. You find where you've got the resilience. You find strength that you didn't know you have. And if life didn't challenge you, we're not growing if we're not being challenged. And actually, like in, like I said, in the moments of darkness is actually where you find the most about yourself and how to grow as a person. And you learn so much. And life is always happening for us. There's always a greater lesson. There's always something. And we always think that it can't get better, but it always does get better. Even if in moments, like I said, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. It does get better. So it's just, if you are listening to this podcast and just as a thing, and you are in a, a moment where you feel like the there might not be like just there is there is light even if you just can't see it so just keep persevering and keep like pushing through because life is there to be lived and we like we said about like you said there were when we see the moment of happiness and we self-sabotage it's very natural like because of that our natural conscious bias but just have the awareness of how you're feeling awareness is key to everything that's what I always think awareness is key to everything but just have the just have that knowing that it will get better and just just hold on to that glimmer of hope even if you don't fully believe it just know it will always get better mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah definitely I love the um I don't know who what little quote it is but the saying this too shall pass it always passes even the good passes um and not holding on to things and and that's being in the present moment right like accepting the present moment for what it is, having awareness about it and knowing that there is better to come and holding that belief. I think as well, this podcast is really based on mental freedom, like which is mindset in general. and I think part of that is learning how to be more present and not being consumed in your mind chatter where your mind is either in the past or in the future. Like your mind time travels, your body's always present. So you need to bring the two together to really get the best out of life, to feel that fulfillment, alignment, to feel joy. Um, to how to, like, tell me about a time where you. Um, didn't have that mental freedom because it was obviously a time in the past where you've had that. And how did you pull yourself out of that? What tools did you use?
0: That's a really great question. But before I dive into this, I just want you just want to just touch on something that you just said. Mm. Is a, a quote that I love, and it's just a it's everything is temporary. The only constant is change, mm. and that quote that I carry with me because if we just realize that every moment is temporary, like you said, the highs and the lows are all temporary, like the only constant is change. So even if you can't see it, things are changing. So just, that's just what I wanted to share, like, because it just came, it reminded me of. But like you said, the podcast is about mental freedom. So when was there a time? Well, my, my journey started with weight loss. That's how I kind of got onto my development journey before I got onto the mindset side. And I lost quite a lot of weight. I don't know, do you work in stones or kilos? K- kilos so I lost like 28 kilos I think it was wow. over a couple of years and my weight was always something I'd struggled with because I was very much an emotional eater Um, I used food as kind of a comfort I think it's a very common thing it's the, the thing as, as a child we, we do good we get sweets at the end of the week it's always one of them things so I always had a, a love-hate relationship with my body it was my weight always fluctuated but when I was at university I really like put on weight but I got to a point where I was like enough is enough I lost weight thinking that that would make me happy I thought that it was my weight that was making me unhappy and when I lost my lost weight I was the slimmest I'd ever been but inside I felt lost I felt I had no identity I just didn't know who I was and I just, that, in that moment, I started questioning. And it was in that moment, I was like, just question that there was going to be, there must be something more, like there's something more because I just, I felt like I had, I said no identity at all. I didn't know what I liked, didn't know what I did for enjoyment. I just was just like I was existing. And I've always thought that mm-hmm. I was destined for more. But I just didn't know what that more was. And then I joined an online company and I got into the mindset side of stuff and like learn about personal development and started changing changing the way that I like thought about myself so I guess that's the sort of long story of how I sort of began that shift was I like started questioning um, but I guess my, probably one of the most prominent shifts this year I've had was when I decided to leave my job to coach full-time because there would have been a time when and it happened at the start because obviously it's a big risk to do. You know all that as well how to leave your job, the security of, a, of what everyone thinks is a security of a full time wage to go and do something that you're truly passionate about. Everyone thinks you're batshit crazy. But oh, <laughs> okay. shit crazy anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I knew for so long inside of me that my job made me unhappy because it, it didn't light me up, it didn't fulfill me, I was logging on and yes I was had an easy ride but inside I had this feeling but every time I said to somebody oh, I want to leave my job like, no 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 you need a plan B and I let that get in my head at the start and I put, kept pushing it back but I guess as well it was the other side of that was I didn't fully trust myself to do it so I let other people sort of like opinions and the thoughts, I was like, no, 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 they're right. I do need a plan B. Even inside of me, I was like, no, I don't need a plan B. I know that this is what I'm truly passionate about. So I guess for me, when I decided to finally be like, no and listen to myself and listen to this feeling within myself and was like, you know what's right for you. This is on your heart for a reason. Just go after it. It was in that moment. And the, the shift for me was I knew inside of me, Like, it was the right thing to do. There was not an ounce of my body that that told me that this was the wrong decision. I was like, this was me really following my intuition. And I guess the biggest shift was the time for me, like, the the, the time was always going to pass anyways. it's how much longer do you allow yourself to suffer in something that you know is not aligned? Life is difficult. Life is hard. Life is going to throw you challenges. But we can choose to embrace the challenge and go after what we truly want. Or we can choose to sit there and complain about we're not happy, but do nothing about it. So I guess in that sense there, for me, the mental freedom was I had two choices. I choose to carry on complaining, suffering in a job, not following what my heart was truly desiring, not living life presently, not living life as I want, or I chose to, yes, take the scary option. And it's been so difficult and actually it's probably been one of the, the hardest things to do just because of how much I've had to then learn about myself and all the downside of the other side of taking all these risks comes a lot of self-doubt, a lot of imposter syndrome and that other side of it and having to really delve deep within myself. But knowing in that moment, like where I'm sat now, I didn't say in the introduction, but I'm currently like living in Morocco. I've left my job if I hadn't have chosen that moment that I was going to choose the hard that was going to leave me feeling fulfilled and even it was challenging, I wouldn't be sat in Morocco today. I wouldn't be sat here now. I'd still be in a job that was making me miserable. So I guess that was a time for me where I guess the mental freedom came from me just choosing, choosing to go after what I truly wanted, knowing that there was going to be highs and lows, whichever route I took. And knowing that, I will always be supported the universe is always guiding me i'm always trusted and life will never throw you more than you can handle and just knowing that even in those dark moments it's just teaching me something about myself and my character sorry that was a really long-winded, long-winded answer. No, I, no thank you for sharing that dad
1: our stories are firstly our stories are so similar it's kind of actually spooky it's kind of spooky i think we're, yeah that's it's blowing my mind how similar it is but i had the same experience you know with that the choice in hand of like where do i go and the fear and the doubt that you have with leaving the job security um especially when people are telling you that you are crazy how are you gonna make money laura i got this laura how are you gonna make money well i don't know i didn't have a job to go to i i I took a gamble. I took a risk. I, 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 One of the things I love about myself, and you probably love it too, is that you're a risk taker. And I think to be successful in life, just as a general, you've got to take risks. And taking risks that are in alignment with your soul's highest purpose or in alignment with um, what it is that you think you've got to do. And you'll know because it's you, that's your intuition, right? Never... Um, never suppress the intuition because it'll come back around and the universe will end up bumping you back into alignment. So many times when I um, was primary school teaching, I, I quit my job. The last three jobs that I had, I ended up quitting. Hello? The universe is literally like, hello? Like, what are you doing? Like, this is not your path. This is not your path. And, you know, I'm thankful that I did it because I learned a lot about myself and my characteristics and built confidence and all that. But, yeah, it's, um, it's a crazy thing. And, and the feeling that you get when you are in alignment and when you have the tools to pull you out of situations that will give you mental freedom. Yeah. Um, oh, love, love this so much, honestly. So now... So now, now that you're in Morocco, yes, and you're living in alignment, flowing. Yes. Do you still have days where you have you still, I guess, question what you're doing?
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, is the honest answer, and I, I don't believe that there's anybody that goes down the route or takes risks that doesn't have them days and it's not possible because it's just about them how you choose there is days where I really question everything that I'm doing and then these are the days where I'm like oh my god I'm on top of the world okay it's that law of polarity and it, it comes with it and I think the biggest thing from taking risks for me the biggest thing I've had to deal with and It's only something I'm recently talking about. I spoke about it on Instagram story the other day. I mean, on Instagram Live, sorry, it was imposter syndrome. It's something I've not really talked about that I've really struggled with. And imposter syndrome, I've spoken about it to you, and we've spent many conversations, but not just openly admitting it. I'm really trying to openly speak about it because I think it's a conversation that needs to be spoken more about, is imposter syndrome, about this feeling like you shouldn't be doing what you're doing why would you be successful and it all comes down to self-belief but it's also how imposter syndrome doesn't just come up when you take risks in business or you start your own business or you do something it comes up in other areas of your life so in relationships for example is if you think that you're not good enough for your partner because why would they be with you that is imposter syndrome or you think that you have friends with people why would this person want to be friends with me that's imposter syndrome that's you thinking that you don't be there but you are worthy and it's just about learning to know that you are and work through it and know that it's just that little negative in your mind Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. you have days oh yeah yeah yeah
1: entrepreneurship is such a roller coaster isn't it these days like a few days where you're on a high I'm I'm Like I take risks and I am amazing, and then there's other days where you're like, "What am I actually doing? Like, what am I doing?" But the difference is, you. What I want to say is, you can understand why so many people give up on their dreams because it is hard. But we have the mind, we have the tools. Mindset matters. If I did not continuously work on my mindset every single day through my morning routine, through people I'm listening to, through these conversations, I would have given up by now. I would hundred percent given up by now. So that voice, the ego, whatever how you want to call it, that is controlling most people. People are stuck in their mind chatter. I used to be one of them. That voice is—I want to say—it is not you. You are the conscious space between it. There is an awareness. If you do not realize, this is one of my missions: is to actually bring awareness to this for people. You—you you are not your thoughts. You are not your feelings. And when you have, I'm really, really passionate about mindfulness because mindfulness, two aspects, awareness and acceptance of how you actually feel and putting space between it, Um, you will live a more light, joyful, free life. So one way that I would say to learn to put that space between your thoughts, one simple thing is meditation. Where you're just being the observer. So many people think meditation is to stop your thoughts and you've got to sit there and nothing's in your brain. It's actually just being aware, bringing awareness to it and letting the thoughts come and go, come and go. And you'll realize, oh, yeah, I'm not my thoughts. It's almost like you are watching them come. It's like a movie screen, right? You're watching them on the movie screen come and go. You're watching the picture and you'll soon realize, oh, yeah, I can actually put space between them. I'm not identified with my thoughts. I think that's a key word too. So many people are identified with the mind chatter. That's the ego identification with any form. That's, that's not what you are. You actually are a spiritual being. Um, If you want to know more about that too, highly, highly recommend Eckhart Tolle. Um, The power of now and a new earth. He wrote those books. Absolutely changed my life. And he, he talks about that in his books. Um, do you have anything to add to that about you know the mind chatter and and people being consumed in their mind chatter?
0: Yeah definitely and I love what you said there about bringing that awareness around that space and The Power of Now is one of the most profound books so if anybody has not read it's a hard read if you've never read it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also saw that Oprah and Ecart totally have done a podcast. I've not listened to it yet, but that is going to be a very powerful conversation.
1: Oh my God. Sorry to interrupt you, but I, you need to listen. I have listened so many times um, over and over. And as my consciousness raises, I get something different out of it every time. It's unbelievable.
0: It's an incredible incredible but I think what the one thing you said there is I think you said acceptance as well and one thing that I have been doing with like some of my clients and the way that I have like practiced journaling is if there is a certain area is about awareness being the key it's the key because anything not in our awareness we cannot change if we're not aware of a thought that we're having we can't do anything so awareness is the key and the first thing for me is is I always say reflection is always from a place of awareness because if it's from an awareness, we're not judging ourselves. We're literally just bringing something into, into like there in front of us. And I think this is where a lot of people I've seen a lot of people and myself in the past, I used to reflect and then be like, go from this place of pure judgment of myself and actually like judgment, guilt, shame, the lowest vibrational states we can be in and it's not doing anything for you. It's just, literally you are just feeding that negative thought pattern that you have but if you reflect and just know your intention going into it it's just from a pure place of awareness and it's just like okay I'm disattaching from what I'm bringing into my awareness I am just reading I'm just observing I'm just an observer imagine that you are just someone just stood on the sidelines observing that's what awareness to me is it's it's there okay I see it how do I now choose and the second thing, I, I, this is how I, I've like this is the process that I use: is awareness first to so bring awareness around it, and then the second part is to understand understanding what may have triggered this thought pattern. Where is it? Where is this trigger come from? Is there something that's specific? Look, I my body where that's specific. That's what I'm trying to say. That has happened. <laughs> that's caused <laughs> you to trigger. It, that's caused to trigger it. Or can you understand where was the first time you felt this feeling? Because a lot of the times it's like the thoughts that we have are the feelings, like the feeling of I'm not the thought, I'm not good enough, the feeling of unworthiness. These are very like common things. But it's awareness, aware just bring awareness. Okay, what am I feeling right now? Okay, I'm not, I'm, i can I'm feeling, I'll use myself as an example. I'm feeling today, because I've been in a bit of a, a lower, lower state, I'm feeling like I'm trying to get my words out now. <laughs> <laughs> but basically yes yeah, awareness okay i'm not feeling great okay that that's fine i'm just observing i'm not feeling 100% okay understand what's triggered it well this has triggered it and then the next thing i do which people sometimes think is a bit do do is express gratitude despite, oh. I'm so grateful that this has been brought into my awareness. I'm so grateful that I can get this feeling. I'm so grateful for this observation because gratitude is the quickest way to shift us back into the present moment. Because if we're expressing gratitude, we're being present, we're seeing what is there. And just to be able to feel, just to be able to have the awareness, just to have the understanding and just to be able to express gratitude for yourself, express gratitude for it. And then just, like just expressing gratitude is you just saying, I acknowledge that you're there, but I'm not choosing to give you power. I'm just choosing just to give you love. And if you're looking at the world through the eyes of love, things are always going to be on a higher vibration. So express gratitude for this feeling. And then just ask yourself, like, what is one thing I can do now to shift it? Or what is one thing that's going to help me move forward? And the other thing is just to ask yourself, is it actually true? A lot of the times what we say to ourselves isn't actually true. So that's just sort of like my process of like how I go through it. Always awareness, reflection always from a place of awareness. And actually, like this is the another thing to be able to reflect to me is a huge form of self-love. To be able to look at yourself and reflect and see where you want to be to grow or see what you're doing is a huge form of self-love. And you don't have to do it. You get to do it. You get to do all these things. So it's always awareness, understanding, express gratitude, just express gratitude for it all, be grateful that it's there. And then just be like, okay, acknowledge it, it's there. I'm still already complete. Like what's one thing I can do to shift it? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my sort of process. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's, that's an amazing method. That's, if you're listening, I highly recommend writing that that method down, the four steps. Because that's exactly what you should bloody be doing. You know, yeah. there is nothing better than, like you say, being aware, expressing the gratitude, which Gabrielle Bernstein talks about as well, is actually being like, thank you, um, being thankful for it. Thank you for showing me that this all the, these are my next steps. Thank you for showing me that this is a lesson that I need to learn or this is the healing that I now need to do. Um, especially if you identify where it came from, like your triggers, that, that is the ultimate form of healing. Your, your triggers are shining lights on the parts of you that need to be healed. So be really grateful for that. And then, you know, choose again, what's, what's your best, next best thought, what's your best, next best thing that you can do to, um, just make yourself feel a little bit better. Not that you have to go straight to a 10, (laughs) but um it might be that you're at a three and how can I get to a four like what do I need to say to myself right now how can I show myself more love um and yeah just fill your cup up hey
0: yeah definitely and I think you just what you just said there is it's not about getting from a three to a ten it's just a three to a four What can yeah. you just? and I think this is where where we always there's a common misconception we must be at a 10 all the time but in the four agreements I don't know if you've read that book or listened mm-hmm. to it if you haven't it's if anyone listening it's very short book. listen to it it will change your life about the way you speak to yourself but the, one of the four agreements is just to always to do your best but know that your best will fluctuate depending on different factors so it's just just reminding yourself like it's just about the little steps that we take each day to get better. It's not about drastic change because drastic change, yes, it's great, but it's not usually sustainable. It's that there's daily practices that we implement every day that compound over time. And Darren Hardy talks about this in the Compound Effect, another amazing book, very simple way of explaining. But it also talks about how the compound effect works for us, but it can also work against us. And I think I just want to touch on something that you said earlier on about you said about doing all these your daily practices like to help you feel good and working on your mindset every day to reprogram it. Like working on your mindset. And I think this is the other thing, it's not a tick writing three things you're grateful for every day or doing these practices, it's not a tick box exercise. It is a lifestyle change, just like we go to change our diet it's not a diet it's a lifestyle change working on your mindset is a lifestyle change these practices that we do they're not just oh I've got to write in my journal today it's, I get to write in my journal today. I get to work on healing myself I get to do all these things that raise my vibration it's a complete lifestyle shift and the more you practice it and it's just focusing on them little steps every day I never thought I could meditate I cannot sit still for five minutes and then not talk don't be so stupid but it's just a skill like the brain like any other muscle in our body is a muscle that must be trained and you continue to remember that that's what mindset work is to me mindset is training that that muscle of the brain the same as when we're learning and we're expanding our knowledge the same way we, we heal and we understand ourselves and we work, do things to that continuous development, to continue stretch ourselves, to continuous. the brain, the most powerful muscle, the mind, it's the most powerful thing, the brain, the most powerful muscle. If we didn't have our brain, nothing else would really be functioning, would it? Let's be realistic. Yeah, yeah it's the one that we neglect the most. It's the one that we don't emphasize. We can all go to the gym every day and move our muscles in our body, but what are you doing to work on that muscle? in your head the brain like what are you doing and that's what it is like that's the difference there that is the difference like see mindset work see a mindset coach to me it's like having a PT for your brain it's like that someone that's there helping you do and that is the most powerful muscle so if any of you are just sat listening and think it's something that you have to do it's not something you have to do we don't have to do anything that's the ego you get to do it everything is a choice but always choose to prioritize your health physical and mental, mind, body, soul, it's all linked. But don't neglect one. I've worked on the physical side, like I said at the start in my journey, the physical side, and I changed that. But I didn't change what was going on within. So it didn't matter that I'd lost weight. I didn't change. I didn't work on the, the muscle in my head. So I was still very negative towards myself. I was still very detrimental. I wouldn't speak to anybody how I used to speak to myself. But the more I've learned to train it, the more I've learned to become aware... That's where the big shifts happen. So just see it as as a lifestyle change. Working on your mindset is a lifestyle change. Living a life to help you live in that alignment, to feel good about yourself. It's all about lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that you're choosing and are the habits that you are implementing each day, are they supporting the life that you want to create? Are they supporting the version of you you want to be? And most importantly, are they making you feel the way you want to feel? Because it's always about the feeling within Mm-hmm. do your habits are they making you feel good mm-hmm. are they making you feel like you want to feel are they making are they raising your energy or are they doing things where actually you, you're doing things and then after you're feeling shame and guilt because they're the habits that are not serving you so just ask yourself them questions and always come back to the feeling and I think that's the thing is the feeling within it's that feeling of listening to your intuition when something feels off you can feel it within your body
1: mm-hmm. like
0: it's not there for a reason that's a sign <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Beautifully said. That is that is amazing. And all of those questions, may I just say, people listening, you're obviously listening to this for a reason. You're you're wanting to work on your mindset. You're you value this. Those asking yourself those questions takes self-awareness. <laughs> you might not know. We're on autopilot 90% of the time. 90% to bring consciousness, to bring awareness is to bring consciousness. And so you you will just be going through your day doing that doing your habits and until you bring presence and consciousness to it you cannot proceed change so um keep asking yourself those questions in your journal like that's why journaling is so powerful to bring awareness to to those things and yeah do your habits make you feel good just scrolling on instagram for an hour comparing your body to other women make you feel good uh probably probably freaking hot so you need to stop doing it and you know some people go oh I don't have time oh Lorna Lorna I don't have time to journal
0: what do you say to those people I've heard that so many times I don't have time you do have time that's just another it's just we make time for what's important like you've just said there a lot of the time we're not conscious about what we're doing so if you can sit on your phone how many times have you been sat on your phone right? And you just, I'm just going to just click and just check one thing. And then you look and an hour's passing. Oh my God, I've just been sat on Instagram for an hour scrolling aimlessly yeah. Because I used to catch myself doing that all the time. Or watching. I mean, I don't have TikTok, but I here's how many hours people spend on TikTok. And it's just like, we do have time. We make time for what's important for us. And actually by you saying, I don't have time to journal. You're saying, like, I don't value myself enough to allow myself this space to do something that's going to help me improve, that's going to help me have a better understanding of myself. And actually, if you realise that it's not that you don't have time, because we do have time, it's the fact that you're saying, actually, I don't value myself enough. And actually, how does that sit with you? Because is that how you want to be speaking to yourself? Is that how you want to be viewing the things that you're doing? and journaling i can hands down say it, is being and I, I think so many people don't i would i didn't know what to write when i got a journal and they think people have this misconception as that there's a right or wrong way to doing it and it's just about writing it's just about you being able to write down your thoughts and feeling and actually like look outside the jar look outside what's going on outside your head and just get a different perspective like we have time Mm -hmm. try and find space in your day even if it's just for like five minutes while you're making a cup of coffee in the morning while the kettle's boiling just have your journal and just write just ask yourself just check in with yourself I always think that's a great place to start actually just to check in with yourself and just ask yourself how am I actually feeling today and just write it down how are you feeling and if you're feeling a certain way just ask yourself why why Mm -hmm. is it always a great great thing to do to help us get into a deeper understanding of why something is okay i'm feeling good why am i feeling good well this has happened and that happened or i got a really good night's sleep or i'm not feeling great okay why is that Mm,
1: mm -hmm. absolutely and uh, one thing that i was doing as well is going what do i need today do i need connection do i need um to move my body do i need i don't know to eat more nutritious foods or do i need more sleep (laughs) what do i need actually tuning in with yourself tune in because sometimes we're so bloody disconnected from from actually feeling because we're so stuck in the mind the 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 mind chatter actually tune in um highly recommend doing that and like you say journaling about that every morning essential like amazing and and it's really cool to see when i was teaching is that um some schools were doing that the kids would tune in every morning, talk to their buddy, how are you feeling, what zone of regulation are you in, you know, green zone was like, you know, I'm feeling really good, red zone, I'm, you know, frustrated or angry or whatever, and the kids would check in, and it's like, well, how can you, how can you move zone, and and I think the world's starting to make a shift, so if you, if you want to, I'm, I'm going to say it really bluntly, if you want to feel better and you're sick of feeling like shit I'm just going to put it bluntly um you need to be doing these practices simple as that like (laughs) stop complaining (laughs) and just do them it's a choice choose your hard like you're going to have resistance to anything that's new anything so Choose your hard. It's like 60. Some people say it's like three weeks to start a habit. It's actually more like 60. The neuro, um, the neurons in your brain, the neuropathways. Every time I'm doing this with my hand, but this is a podcast, they go back and forth. And, and it gets stronger and stronger the more you do something, the repetition. The more you do something, the easier it is for you to do. Like you're riding a bike. The first time, you're not that great. The second time, you're probably still not that great. The 20th time, you're probably going to start to find your balance. So that's like journaling, you know, you might not know what to do at the start. Keep at it. Keep at it. People give up because it's hard. Oh my God, no shit. <laughs> I like actually, like actually just keep going and have resilience and have persistence. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and that's all I got to say about that, Lorna. I get really passionate about this because I just think people try something
0: once and they give up. <laughs> yeah and I think it's, it's so true because you're not going to journal once to see the benefit. Yeah, you don't go to once to see the benefit you don't go to the gym once to see the benefit you do it healthy for one day and then think oh god oh. It's, it's like anything can that's the, the consistency in it it's like you said there it is that that training of that muscle is that constant repetition mm. and yes you might feel at first it might not feel great what you're doing Big question why am I doing it because you don't understand like I was there I was that person why am I doing this and now I'm like if I'm not journaled I don't feel I've not written mm-hmm. my journal today like I'm probably gonna I joke that I'm gonna be responsible for deforestation the amount of journals I go through like use so much paper um, it's so good that is that is brilliant <laughs> it's like, sort of just keep going like just keep doing it keep practicing and it's, it is uncomfortable to journal and it's uncomfortable we always ask ourselves how am I feeling It's we think it's, it's such an uncomfortable question for us to ask ourselves like how are we feeling because we happily ask other people how are you doing I'm good how are you but oh I- my god
1: yes can we talk about that that makes me cringe so bad hi how are you going you're good how are you you're good why even bother like do you know what I say Lorna people go how are you going Laura I'm like I'm amazing I am fantastic how are you and they kind of look at me like I'm crazy and I go yeah I'm on a high vibe if I'm feeling good I'm gonna let you know words are powerful anything that follows I am so powerful if you just keep on autopilot I'm good I'm good you don't really mean it and if you think you're any good your whole life then gosh (laughs)
0: yeah it is true it's just that that kind of thing of And it is just that checking in and the same with like journaling and like getting in touch with your feelings and understanding yourself. When that's not something it makes me really happy to hear that actually some of the schools did that with the kids because it's something I'm really passionate about in the in the near future to go into schools and talk about this kind of stuff because I feel not enough is done. And I think if just children had the awareness around the thoughts and that the feelings are okay, like emotions are okay it's just energy in motion it's just these we have different feelings and actually to stop labeling them good or bad they're just feelings they're mm-hmm. just emotions they're not we just we just decide what's a good or a bad and yes obviously there's different ones that are higher vibrational and all that kind of stuff but actually it's just an emotion and it's okay that I feel like that it will pass and I think it's that sort of that knowing of just having that awareness and it's uncomfortable when you start journaling it's uncomfortable facing things about yourself and seeing things come up that we don't even realize are so deep rooted within us that is obviously really uncomfortable it's mm-hmm. uncomfortable facing harsh truths about yourself it's uncomfortable acknowledging behaviors or things you may have done in the past when you weren't aware or things that if one of my hardest things to register actually was um with an ex-partner, there was something I said to him and he'd actually stuck with him. Like To actually hear someone say that something you may have said when you weren't even aware that it came out of your mouth mm-hmm. and it had such a mental effect on somebody because it like, what's how powerful words are? That's not very nice for me to hear. That doesn't make me feel good about myself, but it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I can sit there and feel guilty about it. Or I can sit there and apologize and give, express my, and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. and just know that I wasn't aware and forgive myself also but also I'm now going forward and very conscious about the words that I use especially towards other people because I don't mm-hmm. want to think and that's just say like words that you use against yourself are very powerful but also with others it's just also just bringing around that awareness of mindfulness around what comes out of your mouth how are you saying things and also like uh, the thing with journaling what it's helped me understand is when an emotion triggers within me or a feeling triggers inside of me, it's always a mirror of something, something within me that I need to, mm. what is it? What is this showing me? What, what it is? Because usually a lot of the time it's not the thing that someone said to you. It's not the thing that's happened. It's just that one thing has then just stirred up this big thing within. And actually there's something else to help us move forward. And it's just that it, everything in life life is a mirror always Mm -hmm. these mirrors and it's always and that's what journaling is to me journaling is a mirror and it's hard and it's hard to get to deep things but it's also so freeing as well so Mm -hmm. journal journal journal
1: i agree i agree and i I love that you say it's like a mirror and that's the hardest thing to hear too (laughs) because you don't want to face those parts the, the ugly quotation marks parts of you but that's where the true um true growth lies and the true healing lies and like you say, it's the path to freedom. Oh, what a conversation girl. What, if you could give anyone, I mean, I know that you love your journaling, you're really, really into that. But if you could give any other uh, tips or um, amazing habits to anyone who just wants to dive deeper into mindset work or mental freedom or self-development in general, what would you say to them?
0: I think the one thing I definitely journaling, 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 journaling. Also, watch the diet. And when I say diet, just look at what you're consuming. Mm -hmm. What, who are the people that are around you? Is there a lot of negativity? And just be very mindful of the spaces that you're in, the spaces of what you are consuming. I don't watch the news. Best decision I've ever made. It can be very consuming, just your diet's not just about what you, you eat, it's about what you consume and just be like mindful and also just, like I said, just doing that checking in with yourself will make you more aware and you'll be more, and just getting in touch with how you're feeling but just to get started, it's just about like, just, you don't need to know what the end goal is because there is, to me, there is no end goal of mindset work, It's the, there's no end goal of this healing journey, there's no end goal of this journey of life, so just to be on the, this path is the goal just to be on this path of understanding yourself on this path of developing yourself is the goal so just release all expectations from yourself before you start and just ask yourself like what is one habit you would like to build and why is that and just understand why and I think when you can understand why you're doing something and understand what's driving it that's where it helps Mm -hmm. so I definitely Journaling is my number one tip. And then just changing what you read. Podcast. Listen, to some amazing podcasts out there. These two that we're talking on today. <coughs> um, but like just changing what you're consuming and also movement. Even if it's just going out for a walk. I think we we we're human beings and we sit down all day, a lot of the time. Just move your body, get in touch, get outdoors with nature. Just just reconnect with yourself. Just move your body and get that energy moving. And I say just to get in because actually, movement and your mind are very, very, very linked. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And moving that energy, hey, like transforming that. Sometimes it gets a bit stagnant, so um it literally lets that energy flow, flow through you instead of being stuck. Which I I know a lot about. Like if I know that I, if I'm sitting at home all day and I'm just Consumed, you know, in the mind chat or something. I'll be like, right, I'm going for a walk. Always feel better um, because I'm transforming that energy.
0: Yeah, I think that you just said there. It's just about in that moment, just to ask yourself, like, what's one thing I can do to shift mm. my energy? Maybe just putting a song on and just dancing. That's another good thing. Yeah, yeah. What tips do you have for helping with mental freedom?
1: Yeah, you you've honestly hit all the ones I would say um what else have I got meditation yeah honestly I I was very much like you <laughs> like hands it still what the heck um but you know I talked about how meditation is bringing awareness to to your mind and and to your feelings but it's also realigning with yourself every day connecting back in with yourself um, connecting with the heart chakra and, you know, tapping into that spiritual side of you, outside of the ego and the mind. You're you're tapping into something greater than yourself and realizing that you are a spiritual being. And it might be that, you know, you're connecting with spirit or your angels or whatever. And a lot of people think this is woo woo, but when you're connecting back to faith and that alignment, um. You're going to start your day, um, what do they call it, in um, harmony, I guess, or in, you, you're just to realign yourself for the day. So really good time to do it in the morning, um, connecting back to your breath. Any breath work connects you back to the mind and body into one, um, puts you into a calm state, out of fight or flight mode. I used to be that girl that was always in fight or flight mode. So for me to use my breath as a simple tool, to um signify to my body everything's safe your your rest and digest it's all good um that will make you feel less stressed less anxious less caught in your mind chatter also coming back to your breath takes you out of the mind as well so I would say that as well um just to add to what you're saying but everything you're saying too um and my hope my honestly one of my prayers is that people um become conscious of how important it is to work on your mindset. Mindset matters. What I think one of my triggers that I am still working on is how people are so easily, um, e- easily able to invest in a personal trainer or a nutritionist, yet they are less likely or less willing to pay for anything to do with your mindset. And my hope is that, my prayer is that people do become more conscious of that and more willing to realize that, oh, yes, if I work on my mindset, all the other things will follow. And mindset yeah. truly matters. Mindset is number one. Mindset is everything. Like you were saying, like, even if you lose the weight, even if you get a PT, if you still haven't worked on the shit in your head, <laughs> you know, you know, you probably put all of the weight back on or, you, or you're still going to be really, really unhappy because you have realized that, you um, you have well what you haven't realized is that happiness and joy and fulfillment and peace comes from within not an external stimulus so um yeah that's my prayer Lorna that's something that i'm that i'm working on to um still as well
0: i love that i love that thank you Shane. put it out to the universe put the prayer oh but it's true we don't realize the importance of it and actually like our mindset is a set of beliefs, it's our emotions, it's our behaviours, it's everything and we can change everything outside of us, we can change our we can change like the way that we look, we can change our environment but until you change what's going on within you're never going to be free and there's not a happy when, it's about choosing to be happy now because I think that's the other thing just because I don't want to go on over tangent but just the other thing that I've made loads of big life changes in 2021 and i wasn't any happier after i'd made any of them it was about me choosing to be happy with what i had now being grateful mm. and just knowing that yes you like you can you can choose to be happy with what you have and that's why gratitude is so important
1: yeah yeah another great habit people
0: <laughs> a daily gratitude
1: practice is, is essential too um Oh, so many, so many good things. I can't. I honestly can't wait to listen to to this back because there's so many valuable things in this. And I hope um, if you're listening, that you've connected to one or both of our stories. Um, I think there's huge power in that, and and realize that yes, mindset matters. And I guess, Lorna, your podcast is all about that. So if people want to, are listening to my podcast and want to jump over and and let's give yours a listen where where can they find you
0: you can find me on all apple spotify making mindset matter and i talk about a lot of different topics on the podcast a lot of it's stuff i've gone through on the mindset shift i've had because it, I said it's continuous work and it's just how we view things and it's that perspective shift but yeah i just think it's your mindset really does matter it's it's like i said it's the single most important thing in mindset is, that's how you how you look through life is through that so yeah but thank you for having me on your podcast thank you for being on my podcast and as we're going to share it on both platforms but I know your podcast is vibing and thriving which is all about raising the energy so you can tell the listeners where they can find you yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah my I'm all about raising my vibe and um, thriving like that is one of my keywords in my business as well and, and just life in general and how do you thrive so you can find me my Instagram is underscore Laura Ede Ede is E-A-D-E and I'm most active on there Um, but my podcast the Viving and Thriving podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and I think it's on a couple of other ones but majority of people listen on um Spotify and Apple and yeah like like you I talk about mindset a lot of mindset stuff spirituality I'm very spiritual and just basic empowerment and growth and healing and like you said sharing my story so that it can inspire or empower someone else so if you're interested and you're listening on Lorna's podcast make sure you come over and check mine out um, or send me a message on Instagram because I am very active on there and I will reply
0: yeah I didn't even introduce my Instagram you can find me on Instagram as well <laughs> At Lorne, kind of that's where I'm, I've been on the most platform platforms that I use mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah and actually I'll, I'll link that in my show notes too so that's really accessible and but um yeah thank you so much this has been amazing we need to do another one or a live or something too
0: definitely it's been a very powerful conversation i'm excited to listen to it back as well
1: <laughs> me, me, sure. i always think that when i hit to the end i'm like this is going to be a really
0: valuable podcast and That's what it's all about just sharing that value just sharing there's so much power in, in everyone's individual journeys it's just all about sharing it so thank mm. you for having it thank you for thank- being on my podcast as well oh, thank you please yourself <laughs> <laughs> how do i Wow, what a value-packed episode that was and if you have enjoyed this episode or you know someone who will take value from the topics that we've discussed, please share it with them. Please send them the episode and ask them to listen because that way we can help people grow, we help people evolve and we help people make their mindset truly matter. As always, I'd love to connect with you, so tag me on Instagram at McKenna underscore, and as I'll always leave it, here is to making your mindset truly matter.